0: Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to FailYourWay.com for more info. Now back to the show. I'm Anna David, and I interview actors, writers, musicians, and other creatives about addiction, recovery, and sharing their dark to find their light. Well, I think that all my heroes were drug addicts. This podcast features both the interviews and the stories. The interviews often share the dark. The stories often share the light.
1: Oh yes! I had eight butt cakes while watching 35 Forensic Files, but I did not drink.
0: Are you a light hustler? Keep listening to find out. And I was like, really? Like that's you that's that's it? That's what I am? I'm just bad at being uncomfortable. So simple and it also makes me feel like it's such a dick. Hi there, you're listening to Light Hustler, a podcast all about addiction recovery and sharing your dark to find your light. If you're new to this show, welcome. Um, I'm sober a long time. I write books and get, go on TV and do all sorts of stuff relating to sharing my dark to find my light, including have a storytelling show in Los Angeles. And this is one of those episodes from that show. Yes, taken right from the stage. I am gifting you today with a story from a very funny man. He has been on the show and thus the podcast before, and he gets a proper introduction in a second, so I'm not going to waste any of your time. Let's get right into it for Matt Gallagher. I'm bringing up our final performer for the night. He is an actor and a comedian. He's performed all around New York and L.A. He's been on CBS, ESPN, History Channel, and he has a one-hour special that you can go home. Oh, you can't. Go back to breathe. And, um, <laughs> or just remember it until you check out. It's called A Stumble in the Woods. It's so funny. It's on Amazon. Give it up for Matt Gallagher.
1: Thank you. I was hoping that I'd be alone for the hour before this instead of sitting up here so I could figure this story out. But you've all been staring at me, so I'm going to just go with it. Okay? If I had an hour, it would be awesome. But this is going to be okay. Because this is one of those stories. Um, it happened between the time when I was just like a young alcoholic. Like I was, um, I, like I was drinking in the morning because it was fun. Not because I had to. You know what I mean? Like that, that era. And I just started getting over my fear of hard drugs because I grew up Irish Catholic. And everybody who did drugs, you know, went to hell. But I was just getting over that point, so I started, I had been smoking pot, I had done coke, I had done shrooms, I had done ecstasy, you know, I, I just found speed, which this was like the bridge area before speed came my life for like seven years. So it was that time when I was like, um, just trying to figure shit out. My life was a mess. I was living in Arizona, and I'd always thought something was wrong with me growing up, like I was broke, because uh, I was Irish Catholic, but I didn't understand God. Anybody else? No, you guys all have God figured out? Oh, thanks. See, now you make me feel bad again. I didn't fucking get it. You know what I mean? I thought there was something wrong with me. My aunts all knew God. Everybody knew God around me. I'm like, I'm not plugged in. Something's wrong with me. I always thought something was wrong with me. You know, Isaiah seeing Jesus in the clouds. I'm like, how big was Jesus? He must have been 800 feet tall. I can see a plane. I can't read the side of the plane. This guy sees Jesus up there or God. You know, he's like fucking huge. So and I wasn't a reader, I was like defiantly not educated growing up. I was a wise ass. I could read like the last page of a book. I'm like, I got it. I'll pass the test. Fuck you. <laughs> but now I'm in my 20s and I started reading. One of the first things I started reading was Joseph Campbell. I figured this is good. You guys know Joseph Campbell? Yeah. Okay. So like that's good for me. You know what I mean? Like he has quotes that like resonated. You know what I mean? Like he, he had this one quote. It's kind of famous. I'm going to probably butcher it. But it goes, um... People say that we're all looking for the meaning of life. I think that we're looking for an experience of being alive so the experiences on the physical plane will have resonance with our innermost being so that we can feel the rapture of being alive. It's pretty good. It also means the first time someone asks you to do acid, you're like, yep, I'll do acid. (laughs) Let's do acid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I got to do that. And I knew from doing like shrooms and ecstasy, you got to go in with the right attitude. You know what I mean? Like if you go in a little scared, you're fucked. You know that? And like I didn't go searching for acid, but it was in that time when I was like a garbage head and I was with this bartender I used to work with, Rick Sullivan, who's a great guy and we're out at the bar. And I, you know, I was like a kid. I was in my early 20s and I'm like, does anybody have free Coke? Do we know anybody with free Coke? Because I can, I'll do free Coke. I can't afford anything else than free Coke. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he's like, he's like, I don't know, but he's like, how about speed? Like a little 20, 20 bucks speed. We could get that. And he's like, I don't know anybody with speed. I'm like, damn, the girl I know is out of town. Fuck. And he goes, oh, I know a guy. He goes, when's the last time you did acid? And I'm like, I never did acid. He goes, you've never done acid? I'm like, no. And he goes, you want to? And I'm like, yeah. And the house band at this bar we worked at was called the Trip Toys. <laughs> so he knew what they did, right? They were from England. And he goes, I'm friends with the Trip Toys. Let's go. And so off I go. We get beer. Who dropped their change? God damn it. Because <laughs> I'm like, you know, you're a good guest. You're going to show up to try and get free drugs. You better bring, you know, a bunch of beer. So we get there. We get beer. We knock on the condo of this band. And they're from England and whatever. And the guitar player opens up. And uh, Rick's like, hey, is Mike? Michael's like the lead singer. He sounded like uh, Paul McCartney, like that kind of guy. And he's like, is, is Michael here? Could we were going to talk to him. He goes, he's been in his room, mate, for like hours. Like, what, you, you deal with him. And he leaves. So we go in, and now I'm in this, like, condo, and I got beer. And Rick goes, let me see what I can do. And, like, he, like, slithers into this dude's room, right? And I'm just out there, like, eh, fuck. Maybe I'll have Coke. I mean, that would be great. Like, 10 minutes later, he comes out with a pill box. He's like, I got, I got it. I got it. I got it. And Rick's like, this is your first time. So, like, you do a hit, and I'll do a half a hit, and I'll be, like, your guide. Okay? So, so he goes there, and he, like, cuts one in half, and he's like this. And like I got to just grab my, uh, 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 uh I like I'm treating it like it's a communion wafer. I'm like, yeah, it's just like Jesus's body. It tastes like a stale, unsalted potato chip. What do I do with it? He's like, swallow it. You can swallow. I'm like, all right, whatever. So swallow it. You know. And he's like this. And he's like, we can't be loud. He doesn't want any noise. So now I'm sitting in this condo, swallowed this acid. I'm drinking beer, and I got no patience. That's why I like speed and coke. It's like immediate, right? So I got no fucking patience. So I'm sitting there, and you know he like wanders off to get a beer, and I'm like, eh, but one's not going to do it. I don't in the pillbox. Take another one. Whatever. Yeah. So he comes back in, and he goes, is it working? you feeling anything? I'm like, no. Is the ceiling dripping? Like, you know, that stucco ceiling, you know, one of those? I'm like, is the ceiling dripping? Look what's going on. And he's like, we got to get you out. I'm like, yeah, I didn't think it was going to work. I took another one. He's like, you took another one? He's like, fuck, man, that's double blotter microdot. dot. It's like London rock star acid. He's like, we got to get you someplace open. So I go into his truck. Again, he's like, he's like, he's fucking Rick. You know what I mean? He's just not me. You know, he's a different guy. He like jet skis and shit. You know what I mean? He's one of those guys. So I get into this red truck and he's like, you got to have the right music. He's like, you like ministry? Yeah. Never listened to ministry before. Never listened to it since. But it's fucking aggressive. And I'm in the car and stuff's happening. Like you know what I mean? Like so we're driving his truck, like and stuff's happening. And like I'm like, so I'm in the car and I start saying stuff I'm like, whoa, close one. You know what I mean? Close one. Good driving, boss. Like there's nothing happening. I'm seeing like shit coming out in the roads doing this. I fuck I think I waved at a cactus. I'm like, hey, it waved. Like bananas, right? So he wants to get me someplace where I'm away. So he drives up on the top of this mountain. It's called Camelback Mountain in Arizona. And I'm up there and he just lets me loose. We got water and a shit ton of beer. And like I go out and I sit down and there's another mountain range. I'm like, oh. And it's I grew up on the ocean. So it looks like the ocean. The other mountain like range is like doing like this, like waves. And it's like, like a hurricane on Mars. I'm like, holy shit. So I sit down and I'm doing like the wave report. I'm like, look at this set. Woo! Woo! Just fucking describing the waves to him and stuff. And then at one point, I look at him and I don't, like, that was a mistake. Like, I look over and my friend's now plastic. His fucking face, I'm like, hey, I'll just keep looking at the waves. So that goes on for God knows how long, right? You know what I mean? I'm just looking at the waves and at some point, I'm just like, you know, the, the, the tide's going out. It's a lull. You know what I mean? Like, the waves stopped. And I don't want to look at him. So I'm like, I'll just go on a walkabout. And I start walking. You know, I'm like up on top of this mountain. I'm walking. And then I see like not too far away. I lock eyes with a, a bull. <laughs> I'm dying to fucking kidding. And it wasn't an hallucination. It was a Texas Longhorn steer. Like a big fucking one. Like 1800 pound steer. And I'm at this place. I didn't know it was there. It's called Rustler's Roost. And it's like a, restaurant theme park that has a pet fucking bull and it's closed and I'm like holy shit and I walk over to the thing and Rick's like trying Like Rick's like just now like a phantasm in the back of my head like Matt, Matt Matt and I'm like hold on <laughs> climb the fucking cage jump into the fucking bull thing yeah he's like Matt 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 I'm like And I don't know if I started crying because I stopped blinking or because something was happening, but I walked right up to this bull and I was getting close and I'm like, Rick's now, he's like, I know he's trying to get me to stop, but he's being quiet. He doesn't want to start, but I'm walking up and I'm like, I'm doing like crocodile Dundee horse shit. I'm like, Hey buddy. Hey buddy. Hey buddy. And now I'm really crying. I'm crying. And I'm saying ridiculous shit. I'm like, you don't belong in a cage. We belong in cages. We belong in cages. <laughs> and thank God, it might have been like the most tame fucking bull on the planet because it was 100 years old or kids riding. I don't know. But I got up to close and I touched its fucking nose. I got all the way up to it. I'm like, Psh. and I mean, it had horns like this. Like if someone honked a horn and it went, I'm dead. I'm fucking dead. I'm like right up on it. I'm fucking crying like this. And I'm touching his nose like, pff, pff. just pff. like making those sounds like I know. I hear you, buddy. <laughs> and I hear, like, there's, there's fucking mice in his feed thing. There's mice. like, are those mice? Like, I'm connected to them, too. So I go over and try and talk to the mice. Eventually, I get, like, Rick's like, like, I come over the fence, and I hit ground on the other side of the fence. It's like, we got to get you someplace safe. You know what I mean? Like, he was just glad I was alive at that point. I'm like, yeah, I'm connected. You know, because that's what I'm searching for, spiritual connection, you know. So this house how spiritual I am. He brings me back to his house, and his roommate is a flight attendant who's gorgeous, like punk rock hair, like new wave, dresses whenever she wants, travels the world. And I see her. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? Wow, yeah, I've heard so much about you. And she's like, what's up with him? He's like, it's his first time doing that. She's like, bye. And I'm like, where's your roommate going? I should take off my shirt. It's how connected to the universe I am. Like, I'm, I became the animal for sure. I'm like, where is she? Is she around? Where is she coming back? I'm going to go look for her. So I go outside. I end up down at a four-way stop sign. I started looking for her to tell her to come back. But I end up, now it's morning. People are going to work. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. I've been doing this for hours. Haven't been drinking my, my water. So I'm, like, dehydrated. I'm, like, power! Every car at a stop sign. Power! Power at a four-way stop sign. Then a guy in a water truck pulls out. He goes, "You all right, man?" I'm like, "Power!" And he's like, "Get on." So I get on the side of the water truck. (laughs) He drives me back to where my friend's house is. He's like, "You got to stay inside, man. You're gonna get arrested." You know what I mean? So I'm like, "Okay." So I go inside, and Rick like eventually like takes me home when I start like really coming down. And that night made me realize that drugs aren't going to give you a spiritual experience. <laughs> like, I didn't wake up the next day and, like, become a Jainist. Like, I wasn't, like, you know, wearing, like, a veil so I don't inhale bugs and, like, with a stick in front of me. I could give a shit. I just, like, realized, like, I liked being a, like, doing whatever I needed to do to get the fuck out of myself and feeling, like, shit about myself. And it led to, like, you know, addiction, like, that got even more ridiculous and horrific. And the thing about it was all those years... I was scared to look at myself, you know, and like, just instead of making fun of God and stuff like that, like I had to come to grips with what I thought God was and like some other quotes like that have been popping in my head lately. There's another one from, uh, Joseph Campbell. He said, the cave you fear the enter, the cave that you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. And what happened was I got older, I hit bottom, I got sober, I pretended to believe in God. And then I said, let me figure this out. And I realized that God's just a thought. It's in my head. And I have power over that. It's nobody sitting up there judging me. I'm judging myself. And there's my favorite author is James Joyce. And what he said was, I admire you for the battles you fought and won. Not the physical ones, the obvious ones. The ones you fought and won behind your eyes. And that's where my life's come now. I'm not afraid to be me. I'm glad to be me. I don't need to do drugs or alcohol to get out of myself. I like being in my own skin. I like standing up here and being scared. I like facing the day. I like having my kids around. I like being out with my wife. I like calling my mom. I like seeing the people I grew up with that used to make me scared and looking in their eyes and them envying the life that I have. Because I took the path less traveled. And it's okay to do that. If the path is too worn down, someone else has already walked it. I walk my own path, and it's been fucked up and scary, and that's called being alive. And I'm glad to be alive today, so thanks.